What is up, everybody? And welcome back to Zachary Reality. We are here with a very special interview with Mama J from The Trust on Netflix. Mama J, how are you feeling? The finale was this week. It's all out. How do you feel? <laughs> it's a strange feeling. I had kind of a little watch party Wednesday at the finale. And then my friends all left. And, and then I thought, it's over. I didn't know what to do. It was kind of an odd feeling. Uh, yeah, so I'm feeling okay. I've been busy and trying to post stuff and and doing some interviews. So it's been fun, but I still don't know. It's kind of like what's what's next. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was just talking to Lindsay earlier. She was telling me that the show was filmed nine months ago. So it's like, how do you even prepare for that with all the anticipation? Oh, you. So you know, when you leave. You are under so many strict rules and secret, secret. Don't talk to anybody. Don't don't talk to your castmates. Nothing. And it actually gave me a little level of anxiety that I was not expecting. And I kind of went to a therapist. I went to a therapist and, you know, we kind of had to adjust my uh, depression medication just because it was just hard, just because not knowing stuff was really hard. What not knowing? Was it just like how the edit would be? What was going to be on the show? Yes, the edit, you know, because I was hoping that I didn't call my husband a bad name. I, that was kind of a joke in our house. And then the not knowing when is it going to be on? You know, you're trying to make plans. Mm. Well, I, I, yeah, it, it, it was just that and I think that's hard for anything anticipation excitement yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I can't imagine like that long and then oh. it's finally on how much of a notice do you have before the episodes drop or, or before the trailer comes out it was only three or four days Wow. We were notified the week of and December 8th it was going to drop and they were kind of telling us what to prepare for, what we could share. And so that was exciting. And then we still had to wait. That was December 8th. And then we still had to wait till January 7th, right? Mm -hmm. Or 10th, January 10th. So it was still waiting and being careful what to say. And it's a lot that I have never had to deal with. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. See, I'm, I'm going to ask a funny question, but I know you're married, but why are you on the trust and not the golden bachelor? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't have the clothes to be on the golden bachelor. Oh. <laughs> yeah. If you notice, if you notice, um, Gaspar and I are kind of chatting back and forth about how we we didn't get the same memos regarding the glamorous outfits, which I wouldn't have had anyway. I can't, you know, at my age, you can't wear heels anymore. And but anyway, we have kind of both laughed about our attire versus some of the other attires. Yeah. Well, listen, you don't look a day over 25, but oh. I did love the representation that you brought to the show. Mama J, what was casting like? How did you agree that this was something you wanted to do? Oh, you know what? My uh, a friend of mine, I, at the time, I didn't know she was a casting agent. So she shoot, shot off this memo. So my stuff started in January. So I waited a whole year. Mm. She said they're looking for a seasoned woman. And she mm. thought of me. And so that was how I went in. I'm somebody with a lot of experiences. I'm somebody who's because of my comedy, you know, I'm used to being around young, old, everybody. And so it was really, I think, kind of a good fit. I love that. I mean, you brought so much flavor and personality to the show. A little bit of drama, too. I mean, you got yourself in some tricky situations. What was it like watching it all oh. back? Wow. 
Okay, so the first thing was the Simone. I was unprepared for that because I had not heard her story. I wasn't around. I guess she was in the pool and saying this and that. So, you know, I'm oblivious. All I'm looking at, I kind of, I, I came into the show, I was in full feminist mode because of some things that were going on in the world and in my town. And so I'm just like, and so anyway, when I saw her kind of going to the guys and then when she didn't want to be included with us, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, after I did that and then everybody, I mean, people were crying and the angel and I'm like, oh boy, you know what? I'm not going to vote anybody else off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was totally unprepared. And then watching the, the show, I'm like, everybody was like, why did you kick her off? <laughs> Yeah, but the first vote was actually Juella's. That was that was that an easy vote for you, the girls? Uh, well, I didn't vote him off. Yes. So it was, and but it was odd. Uh, and I heard something interesting. He was kind of being judged for saying he was a stripper and for his look, and it was kind of I, I'm thinking about that. You know, that wasn't really fair. But as someone my age. Back in when my 20s, we would go to these bachelorette parties and the male strippers were there and they would just come and grab you and haul you up on stage and hunt you. And I had, I had, I'm calling it PTSD. So really, it was all about that. I, I, and, it, and it didn't feel quite true, I guess, that he, that was he really, because he seemed like a little more polished than that. But yeah, yeah that, that was tough. Everybody was pretty wound up when Joelle's left. For sure. Did we yeah. ever end up finding out what your secret was? My secret was I used to be a millionaire, but we spent all our money. What did you spend it on? Oh my gosh, travel, travel. We lived in Colorado. We had a big motor home. You know, we just did whatever we wanted to do. And then one day uh, my husband said, you know, um, we need to generate some income. And I'm like, what? And so what we did was we bought a little RV park in Colorado. We sold everything and put it all into the RV park and did that for five years to kind of earn a living. And then you get and, to and travel we were, all the world. Yeah. And then we were, I was 59 and my husband was 65 when we did that. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. So coming into this experience, obviously it just happened organically. You know, you knew yes. someone that wanted you on the show, but going yeah. in, you find out the rules what are kind of like your main goals? Are you wanting to just have the experience? Are you wanting to get as much money as you can? What was your mission? My mission, and, and you know, they ask you questions and they would say something like, now, if you were offered, you know, this amount of money, could you kick somebody off? And how do you feel? And how do you feel? And I kept saying, I said, you know, to be honest, I really feel like it would be hard for me to kick somebody off for money. Mm -hmm. And so was, I wasn't as obsessed about it. Okay, oh, don't worry. I will edit this part out. Don't even worry okay. about it. Thank you. Thank you. Guess who that was? That's, uh, oh, who was that was Tolu. It was Tolu. <gasps> oh, okay. Well, I hope to get her too. Yes. Yes. So anyway, um, I wasn't, I, I did a no strategy. I did not watch reality shows. So I'm in there just kind of being myself, chilling, looking for whales, looking for birds. Just really, I, I needed to take care of myself emotionally. Mm -hmm. So I just was not involved with a lot of the back, back, you know, the little chat, all the little chats. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and, but, but of course there was things happening that I, it wasn't like I wasn't a part of. Um, but some of the decisions I did not vote, you know, maybe when somebody else would. 
I mean, I think a lot of fans got a real kick out of the way you left the game. You were just like, 30K? Peace. And it also worked out for you because you said you didn't want to vote people off for money. So it's like you kind of had an easy out. You left halfway through. You got a good chunk of money. I mean, you must be pretty satisfied with how it all worked out for you, right? Yes. But what you don't know, I was extremely sad. It had been a horrible day. Nobody was talking to me. Lindsay, I didn't know until an hour before we went to that poker table. I didn't know that she had been. But she switched sides I didn't the know guys. Yeah, but yeah. I was clueless and I was really sad. I mean, and so I was, I was, I am actually talking to you without crying. This is the first time because it was very, it was very hard for me to feel that. So when I went in there, that's why I was so fast. I'm like, yes, everybody hates me. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> well, and you left with a good chunk of money. I mean, there was a couple couple people who left after you, Winnie and Lindsay, you know, they didn't get anything. Yeah, I was lucky. And it was 25. It wasn't 30. But it was oh, 25. Right. I was totally and then remember, I couldn't say goodbye to anybody. We it was all very, very, uh, just get out, you got to go. And, um, and but it was okay. It was the right time. Because as you can see the show going, I was going to be kicked off. Yeah, no doubt. You know, so it, in the end, as I watch, it's surprising, Zach, how much when you watch the show, how much I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So you're just take the money and run. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a good move. And everybody, everybody is everybody was thrilled. Everybody all over the world was like, we're so happy you <laughs> took that money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I want to talk about the moment where you got really upset. Um, all the girls were getting together. You said you were going to vote someone off, but you didn't want to say who it was. That really ticked off Julie in particular because, you know, she had feelings for Jake. Would love your take on that as well. Um, was there anything misunderstood in that moment? Like, what were you so headstrong about? I was so headstrong. Jake was going to be gone. Gone, no more. And so when we're all sitting there, then Tolu tells us about the apology he had received, she had received from Jake. I trust Tolu. She said, I really, truly felt like it was sincere. I'm not going to vote Jake off. And then they all said that. And then I go, well, I am voting somebody off tonight, but I'm not going to tell you who it is because Julie was there. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I, and I knew she would go tell somebody. I thought, I'm just going to keep it to myself. And of course it was Simone. Simone. Yeah, but then the drama of all of that, which I didn't know till I watched the show, it was like, who, who, what, what's going on? I couldn't understand why everybody was kind of coming after me and everybody on the set was crying and that she was an angel. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that. So that was dramatic because I wasn't going to tell anybody. Yeah. And yeah. And well, then it just kind of. Well yeah, what was up. it? Why did you pick Simone? Like, what was it about her that oh, you wanted gone? She did not ask any of the ladies to be her roommate. Joelle's mm. was her roommate. Okay, so that was red flag number one for me. Number two was we had been having a conversation. You know, we were kind of upset about some things being said to Tolu and Winnie, and we're having this big powwow and uh, conversation. And then Simone came in, but then she went and said something to the guys. Mm. And then when we were having that sit down. And she goes, oh, don't don't include me with them. I'm with you, Jake. I was like, OK, so she's not with the girls. But then you, you know, not saying who you were voting for 
put you in jeopardy with the girls alliance because they were like oh, you know they didn't know yeah and and i think they knew I, I no they didn't know i think they still thought i might vote for jake but i think they were totally caught off guard that it was simone because i don't think they like i said remember i'm kind of in this no you don't do that you, i mean you don't have to agree with us but you don't have to go and tell them what you just heard in our room it was mainly that that's just another person with the guys you know, that I guess apparently that was my little strategy of no, we don't need this is not against Simone. It's just women like that. She was playing irritated. both sides. Yeah, yeah. And I think that she could have stood up for, you know, she could have stood up for Tolu. There were just things. Yeah. So how, did you, how do you do damage control with Tolu, Winnie, and Julie now after this vote? Oh, well, I, oh, whew. yeah. Okay. Because like I said, I missed the sad story. Oh my God, there's crying and I'm so afraid and I'm scared to say that I voted for. But see, luckily, Julie was already kind of saying stuff like, well, I thought Mama J and I'm doing this. So I just had to sit back for a couple of hours. I mean, into the middle of the night and let Winnie get through it, let everybody get through it. And then it's kind of like, then they, they saw why. But yeah. yeah. It was, I'm not kidding you, Zach. It was, I was afraid I was going to lose Winnie's friendship. I really was, but mm -hmm. it, it worked out okay. But yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. Cause the house was divided. So if you were going to lose that alliance, you, you were on your own, but oh. I mean, we all saw how it played out. What about Jake irked you so much? I mean, I know we talked about him, some of the mistakes he made. He apologized to Tolu. Did you kind of forgive him after that? And was it a clean slate? Or what was it that really drove you crazy until the end with him? You know how we all have our gut instincts, our red flags. Men like Jake hate women like me. That has been my whole life. And that's that just is, it's a total difference of opinion difference of I don't like that you're speaking up I don't like that you're saying this to me that type of attitude and I just and I didn't like how he was really I didn't like how he was treating Julie yeah and, and she had just finished crying on my shoulder about him and I'm comforting her and stuff and and so it was it was just all about stuff like that you don't treat the women you don't treat women like that you don't call us these loose cannons and no I just didn't trust so I knew there was something and I knew we would never get along mm -hmm. and so that I just stayed and I, I maintained that so then and what I, was your thoughts looking back or especially seeing the show about how Julie she kind of fell for him and I'm going to talk to her in a little bit so sure I'm I'm sure. excited to get the tea, but yeah. what was your kind of thoughts on their relationship playing out in the showmance? I didn't like it because I didn't like how she kept going back to him after he would treat her a certain way. Mm -hmm. Now, could that have been plan a plan between the two of them? Um, I didn't, I didn't understand their dynamics in retrospect. If I was her age, I would have probably been doing the same thing, to be honest. I used to be that girl, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so it was a little irritating uh, to me, but it wasn't. It was like, whatever. I just finally, I think you see in one clip, I just go, it's just whatever. They're mm -hmm. gonna, it, it, what good is it going to do to go talk to Julie? It doesn't matter what you say. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. So was Mama J a bit of a flirt in her 20s? Oh, my God. I can still be a flirt in my 70s. Yes, you can. Yes. I can. And, uh, and, I, and that's why I did understand it. I just felt bad. I just kept going. Because as one who has had those icky relationships, right? Mm -hmm those toxic that type of behavior and that was kind of pushing my buttons there was a lot of things just because of my age i'm seeing and i'm just going oh 
you know, once one day you'll realize, one day you'll realize. And it took me until my 40s mm-hmm. to realize, right? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I mean, so you, you had a lot of wisdom and experience on a lot of the other cast members. So they probably learned a lot from you. But what did you learn from them? What did you feel like, you know, they taught you? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, because number one, I, I did find this interesting. I'm a, I'm a stand-up comedian, too. So I'm around cool. young people a lot. And I do get respect from them. And, you know, we'll, we talk. And so I'm very comfortable with this age group. Yeah. I don't find that they were comfortable with me. Mm. So I don't think I really learned anything. I felt like I was just, sometimes I was kind of surprised about what I was seeing. That's why you see me. It's not like I was ignored. I wasn't. Yeah. It, it seems like I'm not on there much, but but no, we were, we all got along. But as far as big conversations, I, I felt like they really didn't want to hear anything I said. Yeah. <laughs> That's like frustrating because I feel like, you know, age is really just a number. It's truly about like who you are and how you act. And you were a game player just like all the other 10 people. So you're all equal. So, you know, maybe that could have, maybe that was a little frustrating for you, you know, but I'm sure you know. And I had, luckily, you know, they have this great staff around you. So you're bonding with some of the other people on the staff. Yes. And, and they thought I was funny. At least I kind of had something to still, I kind of had support outside of the group. You know, I mean, just they were for everybody. It's not just me. So I think that was cool that they are there for everybody because I'm sure everybody had moments. Yeah. And honestly, the fans loved you. I think they really enjoyed your character on the show, having that Mama J. What has been the reaction from viewers? What kind of messages are you getting? (laughs) I feel very blessed because believe me, I know I see what has happened to Tolu and Lindsay and Julie and I feel very lucky. I said the other night somebody called me an old poisonous snake and I just copy and paste it on my Facebook and I go, do I have to be poisonous? I mean, I tend to, I've been able to take those and I'm going to have great new sets just from different comments, Yeah, you know? My old ass, my old this, you know, stuff like that. But really, I have been very loved. Really, do appreciate that. I, I was caught off guard by it. Really. I love that. I didn't, I didn't expect it because I'm not a Twitter person. Mm-hmm. And I can remember talking to Tolu, or and she said, "Jay, everybody loves you." Well, I'm on Facebook. I mean, well, okay, I got 20 people who like me, right? <laughs> so yeah. I went on Twitter, and I went, "Oh." <laughs> Are you on, so you're on Instagram as well. Are you on TikTok? I am on TikTok. Okay, good. Uh, Not a lot. Uh, You know, for a period of time, let me tell you this, for a period of time when I really started comedy and everybody said, you got to this, you got to that, you got to send videos. And then you know what? I was just spending all my day thinking about myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I have some time, maybe I think of something funny. And I have a, another friend that I can send him clips. I'm on it a lot more right now than I was. Okay. And uh, well, I, especially I'll, with the show on, you want to hear what all the fans are saying and the reviews, the commentary. Yes, of course. And that's been fun. And that has been fun. But also, because of course, it's like, is anything going to happen? You know, you need to get an agent. You need to do this. You need to be eating Lay's potato chips in everything you do. <laughs> and it kind of overwhelms me because it's so out of my element. Just. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm not an influencer. And so what's funny is, so this is what I want. I want a Lay's potato chips commercial. Yeah. And so that's my little goal. And then I just sit back and go, okay, we'll just see what happens. You know, and nothing probably will. That's the thing. I have no expectations. 
this has been fun. It's going to fade out. And pretty soon, Mama J is going to be something that was a few months ago, right? I don't know. I follow you on Instagram now, so I'll be watching your videos. And I'm sure a lot of fans will remember you for, for years to come, and they'll want to come to your stand-ups. Tell us a little bit about your comedy and your stand-ups and some of the content you're making so people know to follow you. And I will leave your Instagram in the description below so everyone can go check oh. you out. Okay. Well, I am entering my fourth year. I started when I was 68. I tell you, it has changed my world mm -hmm. because at the time it was still pandemic. Everything was on Zoom. You're meeting people from all over the world. You're in contact with just interesting people. Some of them you become friends with. I went to New York and did open mics and we knew people there. It has been so empowering and exciting and writing. I'm also a storyteller. I'm doing mm -hmm. that. But I started out when I turned 70, I was going to be a 70s influencer. Yeah. So now that I'm going to be 71, I just say, you know what? Here's the thing about an influencer. You need followers. I go, I have 37 and my cat has 10,552, you know, <laughs> that's so that's kind of where I'm heading into with my 71. Uh, so everything, I kind of change up what I'm going to talk about and a lot of it can be the show, but I'm probably observational comedian. I'm pretty clean. I do more innuendos rather mm -hmm. than you know, graphic. I don't, I, I don't, you know, I kind of do that. And I, I like the storytelling. I wish, I wish I could be a motivational speaker. I, that is kind of, that is kind of a goal. But once again, I, and you probably know this, Zach, you send stuff out and nobody replies and, you know, you just kind of go, I just have to see what happens. Yeah. I totally understand that. And just being authentic to you and, and make some videos. I think people are really going to like them and want to see you. So definitely <laughs> don't, I do. So don't give okay. up. I think that the Mama J fan base is there. Um, one final question about the trust. I was wondering what your thoughts were on how the game played out watching it on TV. You know, you were already left. You saw what happened with the final five Tolu's decision. What did you think about all that? I was thoroughly intrigued. <laughs> did you know? Well, no, I didn't know. I really yeah. didn't. And uh, so I'm go I'm watching it and I'm thinking, of course, Tolu, oh my God, her eyes, her eyes. I, I was so fascinated. And there was a side of me that really wanted somebody over the cliff. I did, and I knew it wasn't gonna happen. And I still go, wow, how things could have been different. Uh, I, do, I do think one person being gone, how different that show would have been. Yeah. Because there wouldn't have been a romance, right? Mm -hmm. um, things like that. Uh, and so I don't know, it's been kind of fun, but. It's just second guessing and seeing how it plays out. I think everybody's getting a lot of good stuff from it. And I'm happy. I'm really happy for everybody for whatever they end up with. Yeah. Yeah. Most people won money. So, I mean, it's a game of being selfish, selfless, but you got to be selfish too. Otherwise you end up with zero. So what are your um, final thoughts on the game and maybe how it could move forward and just like what you're overall taking away from this experience? Okay, number one, the only reality I watch is Married at First Sight and the Blind One. You know, love is they blind. Go yeah, Love <laughs> is Blind. I never can remember the title. Anyway, that's what I watch. So, not being a Big Brother or Survivor person, that's where I kind of was not didn't understand that. Yeah. But I like the idea that one, more than one person can win. Mm -hmm. And as I was in the show, I remember leaving and I think I sent an email. I said, I think people are going to love this because I do think there is a twist that is different 
than what's out there. I, I hope there's a trust too for the people who invented the show and did it. I hope the best for them because I tell you, it was done 100%. It was beautiful, the scenery, the place we were, the care they gave us. You couldn't have asked for anything better. Yeah, I want to see a season two. I got really into it. Yeah, I was surprised. And you know what I'm really surprised? Especially where I live in the Midwest, how many men, the the husbands of my girlfriend, how many men are into it? Mm-hmm. Fasc- that fascinated me. And that's not just my friends. I mean, you just see that men were watching it, which is kind of unusual, I think. Yeah, it, it got a lot of attention. So I'm really happy that you came on here to break things all down. Thank you so much, Mama J. Uh, thank you, Zach. And I really like you. And I, I like your, your podcast a lot. So I'm really honored to be on here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Tell everybody where they could follow you. You can follow me on Facebook, Jay Patterson. You can follow me on Instagram. Do you have my Instagram information? Because I can't remember that number. Yeah, I'll put it okay. in the link below. Don't you worry. Okay. And I'm on YouTube and I believe it's it's at J. It's just J Comedian 9082 or 5. <laughs> I'm and like I said, and I have, if you just type in just Jay comedian, there's a lot of just Jays out there mm. and including, I kept forgetting what I was calling my YouTube. So yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> so you might find an old YouTube of mine because I, I kept forgetting who I was. Okay. Well comment down below under this YouTube video when it's oh, out and, okay. and, and I'll it, find it and I'll oh, find yeah. it. Yes. Okay. okay. Right. And, and I'll, and I'll, I'll give, I'll send you a little, some tips on, on how to help your social media. Cause I think you have a lot of potential mama J. Okay. I appreciate that. I really do. I wish I wasn't. So I just feel like today I got, I, I gave up, I can't figure out how to get this to Instagram. And so I'm like, okay. If, <laughs> so if, thank if you. I can I get my, if I can get my 83, 88 year old grandma on TikTok, I got this. You're with me. Okay. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you, Zach. Thank you. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.